Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. I thank God that we're able to be together in prayer this morning. Today is Monday. This is the 15th week after Pentecost. Today we continue our reading of Mark's Gospel, starting out with Mark chapter 12. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the twelfth chapter, beginning this morning at verse 1. Then Jesus began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard, put a fence around it, dug a pit for a wine press, and built a watchtower. Then he leased it to tenants and went to another country. When the season came, he sent a slave to the tenants to collect from them his share of the produce of the vineyard. But they seized him and beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And again he sent another slave to them, this one they beat over the head and insulted. Then he sent another, and that one they killed. So it was with many others, some they beat and others they killed. He had still one other, a beloved son. Finally he sent him to them, saying, They will respect my son. But those tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they seized him, killed him, and threw him out of the vineyard. What then will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the tenants and give the vineyard to others. Have you not read this in Scripture? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it was amazing in our eyes. When they realized that he had told this parable against them, they wanted to arrest him, but they feared the crowd. So they left him and went away. Some scholars believe that the parable of the tenants is the parable through which Jesus reveals the the mystery of the whole second half of Jesus' story, the whole Jerusalem section. The parable of the sower functions in a similar way to tell us the mystery of Jesus' ministry in Galilee, how some hear and believe and others do not. Here, however, the parable of the tenants shows us what is truly happening in Jerusalem. The son, the heir, has arrived to gather the fruit that is his due, and instead the tenants turn to kill him, looking to make their own what belongs to Christ. 
Can you hear some echoes of Jesus' cursing of the fig tree? Can you hear some echoes of Jesus' cleansing of the temple? All of those symbolic actions, the arrival on the donkey, the cursing of the fig tree, the overturning the tables of the money changers, all of these point to what is going on here in this parable. What's more than this, Jesus even uses the imagery that Isaiah once used centuries before to characterize the unfaithfulness of God's people. Isaiah called them wild grapes, yet Jesus puts his own twist on it by just focusing in and comparing the Jerusalem leaders to the tenant farmers. Yet even though this parable explains so vividly what happens in Holy Week, it also reminds us that we as Christ's church are not to think that this venture we have been redeemed into is ours to own, or is even all about us. Instead, we bear fruit in Christ's name to share with the world. That is what we have been called to do, called to cultivate, called to steward. And as we start a new week, let's take a moment here to think about what it means for us to be the tenant farmers of God's great vineyard charged with producing good fruit in God's name, filled with the Holy Spirit to produce that fruit through us, not just for ourselves, but for the sake of the world around us, so that all might see and taste and give glory to God through what we say and what we do. God is out to bless the world in Christ, and we are the people through whom God wishes to work, to give life to our neighbors and to bear witness to Christ's presence and light in this dark world. So this morning, God make us not only fruitful, but give us the grace to render our life for the sake of others, and to do so for God's glory, in Jesus' name. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, and for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we truly thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. 
especially we pray for those who are cleaning up after Hurricane Ida, for those who are mourning because they have lost loved ones in the storm, or loved ones to sickness, or loved ones to COVID, or loved ones. Comfort those who are grieving. We pray, Lord, for those who govern the nations of the world, that they might act with peace and justice and for the well-being of their people. We pray for people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare that you might bring to them peace and harmony and prosperity. We pray for all who are working to bring that peace and harmony and prosperity into their lives that you might prosper their work. We pray for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. And we pray especially for the Church of Jesus Christ as it bears fruit for your sake in every land and in every corner of this globe. For who else or for what else do we pray this morning? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.